1: This is Full Circle,
0: looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant.
2: Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus Music radio show, taking you back where it all began. So, tell me, which holiday is your favorite? Now, many would say Christmas, and I would agree, but I also am very fond of Thanksgiving right here in the good old USA. I have so much to be thankful for, don't we all? There is a joy that happens at Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving feasting, family, friends, and there's always, always so many good leftovers. Although I do admit, I get a little tired of eating turkey for three or more days, but I might request a change of diet for my palate. Well, this episode reflects on this thought in regards to the fact that the songs you're about to hear are considered leftovers from past episodes of Full Circle. Now, what I mean by that is that we sometimes plan to play more songs on the show, but because of time constraints, I just can't seem to fit it all in. All of the songs I'd like to play. So as a result, these great classic songs get cut from the show. They might be leftovers, but they sure do taste good. You'll hear some classic tracks from the likes of Kenny Marks. Phil Keggy, Mickey and Becky Moore, Debbie Boone, as well as some lesser-known groups such as the Daniel Band, Scepter, and the all-saved Freak Band. And to start us off, the sweetheart of easy-listening CCM during the 70s, a girl who professionally only went by one name, Evie, and her rendition of the Andre Crouch classic, My Tribute, on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant.
0: for all the things that you've done for me things so undeserved yet you gave to prove your love for me the voices of a million angels could not This power he has raised me To God be the glory For the things he has done For the things he has
2: done That's heavy! from her first self-titled American release on Word Records in 1974. She had five earlier releases in her native country of Norway, the first when she was only 14 years old. That's two years younger than Amy Grant's first release. Now the song was Leftover from our Six Degrees of Separation episode, while our next track was taken from the Kenny Marks interview we did back on episode 193. Now in that interview... We had heard from kenny regarding his musical mentors and one of those was my good friend randy stonehill whom he thanked by doing his own cover version of a song from randy's 1976 solid rock release welcome to paradise on his 1987 record make it right with the closing track from that album here's good news kenny marks and coming up a band with probably the most unusual name in early Jesus music. Good news. Kenny Marks. The all-saved Freak Band. They started to write songs about their newfound faith. Several members and several years later, they finally released an independent album of those songs in 1973 called My Four Generation. My feature song comes from their fourth and final album called The Sore recorded in 1979. I found an interview with co-founder Joe Marco in which he had this to say about the track called All Across the Nation. It was probably the rockiest cut off the sower and the guitar riff was lifted and slightly modified from the song Mississippi Queen by the group Mountain. I just heard it on the car radio and I was picking it out before a practice session when Larry asked, what's that? and I actually informed him it was a takeoff on something on the radio, and he said, well, play it again, and it went from there. What can I say? He who is not guilty of plagiarism will be guilty of being boring. Well, guitarist Glenn Swartz made it unique. Some of his final licks on that song, cut like a knife. Lyrically on this track, we were a way up in your face, evangelistic kind of people with lyrics like people and expectation, wait for devastation and across the earth the mark of the beast and then it finishes with all you sinners better get right the lyrics came rather spontaneously from Larry once we figured out what we were going to do with the music. I think the whole thing was done in a couple of hours or less. Just your typical happy-go-lucky ASFB song well with obvious influences from Jimi Hendrix Here's the band that I've been talking about, the All Saved Freak Band, with all across the nation. The All Saved Freak Band, with all across the nation, a song that was a leftover from our Sounds of the Seventies full circle show. And just like the All Saved Freak Band, our next artist is also from Ohio. Oh, you may have heard of him. His name is Phil Kagey, and like the first song on our show, this one also comes from the Six Degrees of Separation episode. Here's a track that comes from Phil's album entitled Flipside which was a play on words of his name. Side one of the album was centered around the acoustic guitar and side two focused on the electric guitar and accompanying him on background vocals, Matthew Ward of the second chapter of Acts. Now I recently caught up with Phil here in Nashville and he had some reflections on this particular song.
1: Well. I remember, just a moment away. I can tell you when it was written. It was written March 18th, 1980. I can remember the day. You know why? Because Doug Pinnock came to the, my house, and we went downstairs, in my little studio. I had a little four-track Porta Studio, four-track cassette recorder, <clears throat> and we wrote this song together, and we, we worked on the lyrics together, and it was a cool little song, and. Um, it's just about calling on the name of the Lord, you know And of course, you know, we're coming out of the 70s And we're just entering the 80s and it's, That was sort of the style of the music The song eventually went into my Flipside album But it's interesting because we finished this demo And uh, I think uh, Doug played bass on it He might have sang some harmony on the demo And I'd have to look at it I've still got the cassette somewhere And then he went home Back to uh, Springfield, Missouri I think is where he was living and Burnett was pregnant with Alicia and before it was like 5 o'clock in the morning we had to go to the hospital or 6 o'clock in the morning the next morning so it's interesting because the song is called Just A Moment Away but it was interesting because she was just a moment away and she was our miracle baby and she was born um, three weeks premature so that's that's that and uh, when we went to record the song it was recorded uh, in Southern California. And uh, I think Paul Lyme played drums. Leon Gare played bass. I did the guitars. And uh, I think Matthew Ward sang harmony. And uh, possibly Jamie Owens, Collins. But I'd have to look. I hadn't looked at the album for so long. It's a great little tune. And uh, (laughs) one of the odd things about that song is not only the timing, not odd, but miraculous, actually, is that I think it was used in an exercise album that came out some years later.
2: Looking back to 1980, from the acoustic guitar side of the album Flipside, that was Phil Kage just a moment away. Hey, you know, I'm excited how Full Circle is reaching all around the world in places like Chile, Scotland, Argentina, and Southeast Asia. If you know someone that would enjoy this classic music show, and can't listen to it on our many fine affiliates here in the U.S., maybe they could download some of our older programs from the iTunes Store. If you need more info, just write info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And like the last song, because of the power of the web, I'm just a moment away from introducing your friends to Full Circle. Hi, this is Kenny Marks, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Next up, Mickey and Becky Moore, who are professional street singers in New York City's Greenwich Village. When they felt called to be a part of this new Jesus music ministry, after a radical change in their lives and finding Jesus to be someone real and personal, not just a historic figure that they had heard about all their lives. In 1975, with just a guitar and a testimony, they started their own record company called Maiden Records and became very popular artists along the East Coast. In 1981, with the release of Love Song for number 2, their fourth album, They were catapulted to the top of the National Christian Radio Charts and thereafter enjoyed a national platform for their ministry. Love Song for number two quickly rose to the number one position on many Christian radio playlists and ultimately topped off at number two on the National Charts. As far as I know, no independent artist had ever achieved such airplay without the backing of a major label. Looking back to 1979 from their third album called Brand New, Mickey and Becky with Hole in the Ground, Hole in the Sky. And coming up later, not just the leftovers, we also have some of your requests to fill out the episode, so stay tuned. This is Michael Omardian, and you are listening to the very best of classic Jesus music on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Welcome back to the show. This is Jerry Bryant. And next, a duet from Debbie Boone, daughter of 50s pop singer Pat Boone, and Michael Omardian, who also lends his keyboard, vocal, and production talents to the song as well. The lyrics of our featured song were written by Michael's wife, Stormy. Well, he handled the musical side of things. A song that was from the album called Shoes Life that peaked on the top contemporary Christian charts at number 7. Looking back to 1985, Debbie Boone and Michael Amardian, right for you. Debbie Boone and Michael Amartin with Right For You. A song that was a leftover from episode 192 of Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Now I have a song that well it's both a leftover in keeping with the theme for this show as well as being requested from a listener. It comes from episode 191 which featured requests of some obscure songs in the vast Jesus Music discography from the 70s and 80s. The band Scepter, while remaining relatively unknown, did have some members with solo careers for a short time, including Craig Smith and Rick Crawford. The song was written by keyboard player for the band, Cy Simonson, and guitarist Rick Crawford. Might sound familiar as we featured a cover version of the tune by the group Fireworks on an earlier episode. With a song from their one and only self titled Star Song release Scepter Giving It Up. Looking back to 1982, giving it up from the group Scepter, part of the outreach of the David Wilkerson Crusade Team. Well, now I have a request for another obscure artist from one of my listeners, Kurt Baker, who wrote saying, Jerry, I love your show. A lot of this music I grew up listening to. I'm now trying to track down the songs that I remember from my childhood. This music holds a special place in my heart. One of the songs that I can't seem to track down is called Walkin' Sinai from a musician by the name of Dan Whittemore. I would really love it if you could find this and play it for me again. Thank you. Kurt. Well, Kurt, we were able to track this one down. It comes from a very rare self-produced and self-released custom album called From God to Everyone. Now just a little background on Dan who is one of those unsung heroes of Jesus music. I believe his story reflects the motives of those who were at the forefront of this musical genre different than those who came along later. In his web page he wrote, I got my BA in music and started writing songs and improving my skills but really wasn't sure what I was going to do with it all. So I asked God for direction and decided I would serve Him the rest of my life. Music was my love, and so I committed it to His service the best I could. And the journey began. I started writing songs from Scripture, making myself available to anyone who would have me in 1973. I wanted to go about this the way Christ sent out His disciples. I didn't charge anything. And I shared my faith in Him with anyone who would listen. I was married, I had a little girl and later a little boy, and we just trusted God to work out the details. God blessed us, and soon I was singing and sharing my faith in places I'd never been, averaging about 200 concerts a year for the next 12 years. The Lord sent me all over the western U.S. from Alaska to Texas, and I really loved it. I saw many come to Christ. And I guess that was what motivated me to keep at it that long. Also on the webpage, Dan tells the story of how he came to record this feature song, Walking Sinai.
3: Well, don't you know that in the days of old when the Israelites didn't do what they were told Because of the stubbornness they failed the test wavered in their faith each time by the whining and the crying for a sign our lord simply told them this go on and take take another lap around mount sinai till you learn your lesson
4: till you stop your whining and you quit your rebellion till you learn to stand in your Day of
3: testing by trusting and obeying the Lord. Have you been in the situation when the Lord asked you to wait upon Him, but it seems you could not remain still? So you started planning what you're gonna do, cause you thought the Lord had forgotten you. And just then, you hear these words. One and take. take another lap around Mount Sinai Till you learn your lesson Till you stop your
4: whining And you quit your rebelling Till you learn to stand in your day of testing By trusting and obeying
3: Just the other day I heard the Lord say, Son, you got to take another step of faith and trust me to carry you through the storm. But When the storm started getting rough, well, I thought the Lord wasn't strong enough. So I started doing things on my own. Then he said, Take another lap around Mount Sinai till you learn your lesson.
4: Till you stop your whining and you quit your rebelling. Till you learn to stand in your day of testing by trusting and obeying the Lord. Go out and take another lap around Mount Sinai till you learn your lesson. Till you stop your whining and you quit your rebelling. Till you learn to stand in your day of testing By trusting and obeying the Lord Go on and take another lap around Mount Sinai Till you learn your lesson Till you stop your whining and you
0: quit your rebelling Till you learn to stand in your day of testing
4: By trusting and obeying
2: Dan Whittemore, Walking Sinai Now where is Dan today? Well, Dan became a worship pastor at the Reno Christian Fellowship in 1985 Served there for the following 25 years Today, his focus is on art As well as doing some music from time to time Well, here's another request From Mike Gagne and said, Dear Jerry, I love your program. I've been downloading past episodes from iTunes, trying to catch up and rediscovering music I'd forgotten about, and some I didn't know existed. One artist I haven't heard yet is Kyle Henderson. I believe he only had one album, but it was so much like Brian Adams, it was a welcome sound at the time. Could you please find out what happened to him and play something from his lone release that I think was called more than the look of love. Thanks, Mike. Well, Mike, your memory serves you well. That was the title of Kyle Henderson's one and only release. It was on Carrie Libgren's Kerygma label. And you may not know this, but Kyle also sang background vocals on some of the Kansas albums when John Elefante was with the group as well as on Carrie's albums with the band A.D. Kyle got his start in secular music before becoming a Christian and was in a popular band in the early 80s called the Producers who had a video from their first album for the song What's He Got that became a favorite on the newly launched MTV. On the band's second album, the hit She, Sheila cracked Billboard's Top 50 and the video for that song was so popular it landed the Producers in the headlining role for MTV's New Year's Rockin' Eve at the end of 1982. Today, Kyle lives in Madison, Wisconsin and works in web-based marketing, but still plays and sings in a band called Blue Eyed Soul, a band that plays a mix of blues and pop songs, not for a living, just for fun. With the song that landed in the number 10 spot of the Christian rock charts for 18 weeks, Kyle Henderson and Gift of Grace. We just took a look back to 1986, Kyle Henderson, Gift of Grace, a song about the unmerited favor of God. This is Jerry Bryant, and during the last part of the leftover episode, I've been responding to requests that I'm finally getting around to. I'm sorry it's taken so long. I recall on another request show commenting that the listener might have been impatient to hear their tune, maybe figuring I wouldn't even respond. Actually that's not the case. We often don't have the resources to produce a new episode, even though I try to tastefully let the listener be aware of our need. It would seem that some believe others will take care of the expenses and they don't realize how every little bit helps. Now, if you'd like to change the balance by doing your part, go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. You'll find a PayPal button there and our address. Just share whatever you can to help the cost of producing the next episode. That's www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And thanks. I come to my last request and my last song for this episode of Full Circle, a request that comes to me from Sandra who writes, Hi Jerry, thanks for the wonderful radio show. I've been a fan of Jesus music since the early 80s when a friend introduced me to Amy Grant. Now here in Connecticut we had zero Christian radio at the time and I was a new convert. So discovering Christian television music was great. Well, we still don't have very much Christian radio, and what there is doesn't seem to broadcast a very wide variety, so I'm starved for what you play, because it's more sophisticated than what I tend to hear day to day. Now for a question. In my secular taste, I'm into Rush, along with other groups, and that Phil Kagey song you played on a recent episode caught the essence of the voice of their lead singer, Geddy Lee, and it made me wonder, not First time. Is there any Christian bands whose style is reminiscent of Rush? Blessings to you, Sandra Streeter. Well, Sandra, thanks for listening to the show. Yes, there is a group called the Daniel Band whose style closely resembles that of the band Rush. And the reason may have something to do with the fact that they both hail from Toronto, Canada. The group originated in 1979 out of a Brethren Assembly in Scarborough, Ontario, called Bendale Bible Chapel, which held a weekly coffeehouse called the One Way Inn located in the church basement. The ministry featured various Christian rock groups with a heavy emphasis on evangelical ministry to those who didn't know Jesus. Their debut album had some production help from Glenn Kaiser, the lead singer guitarist for the Resurrection Band, who they would open up for Anytime the group would tour Canada. Looking back to 1982, from the group's first album called On Rock, this is the Daniel Band with Somebody Loves You. A simpler message for a simpler time. The Daniel Band, letting you all know that somebody loves you. And of course, the somebody they're referring to in the song is Jesus. That was my last request going out to Sandra Streeter, and I just thought I'd let you know, Sandra, that the Daniel Band got their start on the Lamb and Lion label, which is the same record company that signed the Swedish group Jerusalem, who, judging by your musical taste, you may also like as well. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle
1: is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.